Hello lovelies and welcome back to Bedtime Stories with Celosia Crane. Today we have our first ever special guest, Finn O'Malley. Yay! <laughs> um, yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Now, Finn and I have known each other for a couple years now. Crazy to think. Uh, we were published together in... Which one? <laughs> I forget. I've lost track of them. Dragons? Right. Dragons, <laughs> I should have known right? that. Yes, dragons. Right. Um, so we were published together right. in the yes. anthology... Dragons Within. Dragons Within. Guarding Her Own. Guarding Her Own. <laughs> yes. But yeah, that's um, we met originally Love through a uh, writing coach of ours uh, named Debbie Burns, and yes. yeah, so we so shout, shout out, out to Debbie. Debbie. Now we're here today specifically for why. Oh, I did this little thing where you know I, I have a book releasing today. Just that. that. That's all. And what's the book called? <gasps> Awakening of Light. Because we need some freaking light in 2021. Yeah, we do. Yeah, so this is, is this your first book, full book that you've had published? It's, it's my first full-length novel, yes, which is exciting. And it's book one of a series, uh, Keeper of Elements series. Um, I do have, like you said, the anthology. I have two anthologies and a short novella out already. But this is my baby. And what genre is Awakening of Light? Ooh, it is in urban fantasy, magical realism, um, all that fun, yummy stuff. The best. The best best category and genre ever. But ironically, it's not a category you tend to read. Is that correct? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> so how did so how weird. did you get started writing something that is kind of outside of your reading wheelhouse? Fantasy? Um, yes, because it's not. I generally like crime and thrillers and dramas and mysteries and all that fun stuff not to say I don't love magic stuff because I definitely had a a, a have a place in my heart for that but uh not my typical read however there was this cat named Jax that demanded I tell his story and we don't have choice over these things do we, Lo? No. They, do know. they choose us. <laughs> the fault. stories or the cats? So the cat came. <laughs> well, either. Both. We don't have a choice. If the story must be told, it must be told. And this damn cat had a had a plan. So I do what the cat says. <laughs> now, I know you have two cats personally. Yes. And one of whom carries the same name as your your book cat yes my book cat and book cat came first actual cat i think he book cat decided he needed a a, a real life presence because this cat is jacks it's weird it's weird it happened it happened jacks is the name of the cat in the story 
Yes. That Jax is the cat in the story, and Jax is the real-life cat as well. And he's black, just like the story cat. <laughs> I, I love the fact that the character came first, and then the cat followed. I didn't know that. Um, for some reason, I thought it was the other way around. You didn't? Oh, yeah. No, the cat came first. And I was like, I would like a real cat named Jax. That would be cool. And and somehow as life evolves, it actually happened. Just kind of weird. But we joke that he is the cat from the book and that he demands that his story be told. And this is why we are here on release day with a cat. Is he a nice cat? Or is he just kind of irritating? He is he is very cuddly. No, he's very cuddly and sweet. Um, he's demanding. Also very demanding, just like the cat in the book, which is kind of funny. Like they are one and the same. It's really weird. But we take it because we love the cats. We love it. But yes, no, it was not my, in fact, my husband gives me shit all the time being like, I don't even understand why you write fantasy because you don't read it like I do. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know, I don't choose these things. The story demanded to be told, so I'm telling it. Exactly. I'm not in charge of these things. (laughs) And so we've got a, a snarky cat character it's urban fantasy so does that mean that there's a magical system involved yes can you tell me a little bit about it there is and it is um yes it's based uh around the elements uh so aslan the main character a human um must reclaim elemental magic so she has to through her lovely adventure collect uh earth air water and fire just super fun and scary not scary scary but intense in the manifestation of magic okay intense there we go that's a better word than scary intense i make words go low we always joke that as writers we're great with words on the page but when we're speaking it's like words what are they what 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 are words i make things happen what words can go this way (laughs) Seriously, it's the worst. It's a real problem. So one of the things we're here today for is you're going to read us a little bit from Awakening of Light. Yay! I'm so very <laughs> excited. It is, it's one of my favorite scenes and it's the best. I've heard the scene and oh my gosh, I'm so excited. It's one of my favorites. Perfect. All right. I'm excited. Let's do this. Awakening of Light My throbbing bladder woke me, the dark room giving away the ungodly hour. As my eyes adjusted, I found Amy burrowed in my bed, covered in a heap of blankets. Rowan was beneath me, a pile of limbs embedded in the couch. Carefully, I peeled myself off him, trying not to disturb his sleep. 
Stepping as quietly as possible, I eased the squeaky bathroom door, closed before flipping on the light, instantly repulsed by the bright white. Squinting against the harshness, I caught a glance of myself in the mirror. I edged forward for closer inspection of the disaster before me. Dark hair stuck to my forehead from sweat, tears, and God knew what else, and in the back it stood on end praying for help. As expected, mascara swept across my face in smears of dark at odd angles. In contrast, my eyes were swollen and red. I assessed and concluded that I was akin to a dumpster fire. A freaking hot mess. Then I remembered Rowan kissed me and mostly got sad for him. Even though it was almost four in the morning, I was awake after sleeping most of yesterday. A shower became my only necessity. Halfway through conditioning my hair, I heard a certain set of paws push against the door. Worried about the light spilling into the hallway, I peered around the edge of the shower curtain and gave the cat a dirty look. Jax sat on the toilet, slowly blinking at me. Uh, hello? Naked here? I whispered, annoyed. And you never minded before. That was before I knew you could talk and were alike. I slid back behind the curtain. He yawned. You do realize it's barely four in the morning. Uh, yeah, but I feel gross and awake. Does this mean I can have my space food early? I smiled beneath the stream of water. Maybe. So. I waited for the rest. Nothing. Yes. You and Rowan. This time, it was my turn to be quiet. Turning off the water, I reached my hand out, pulling the towel off the rack, drying myself off behind the curtain. Perverse cat. With the towel wrapped around me, I stepped out, giving the cat raised eyebrows. Yeah, I guess so. Personally, I think that took entirely too long. However, I approve. Mouth gaping, I had no words. Grabbing my robe off the back of the door, I stared at the cat. He blinked. Fine. Rolling my eyes, I turned my back and slipped into the robe. In the mirror again, I blew out my breath with trepidation. Here goes nothing. I began my limited makeup routine, figuring Rowan deserved a little effort after last night. I'm so glad you approve. I gave him half a glance as I flipped the mascara wand over my lashes. You should be. Avoiding his speculative glare, I changed gears. Hey, I have a concern, now that I'm a functioning human again. We have a problem. Cat ears twitched, and he waited. This time issue? It has been months, Jax. My parents? My job? I left the questions hanging. Before answering, he curled his front legs underneath him into a black loaf of cat. Yes, that is a concern. A concern? It will be when I don't have a job or money to buy you space food. I smeared gloss across my lips. Magic is 
transitioning. Transitioning? What the hell does that mean? I shoved the gloss back in the bag. You'll see. What about Rowan? I groaned. With a quick zip of my makeup bag, I threw it in the drawer. I really don't think that will be anything. I mean, it might just have been a moment of heightened emotions. Jack stared, not buying my crap. I am serious. I leaned against the counter, folding my arms. I am! He gave me another slow blink. I'm going to get coffee for everyone. My creamer is so old, it has its own GPS location in Google Maps. The holy place does not open until five. As I crept out the door as quietly as possible, I wondered if I should be concerned that my cat knew the hours to Starbucks. The handle clicked close, and I noticed the note taped onto the door. Shit. My mailbox downstairs was full. I need to empty that. Then I realized it was a good thing that my bills were all auto-withdrawal. Otherwise, there might have been an eviction notice as well. Traveling the realms and time made adulting even harder. I locked my apartment door behind me and wondered why I bothered. Darragon wouldn't need a key. My fears had completely transformed after my time in a magical realm. Oh, the days of concerning myself with theft or safety. Perhaps they hadn't changed. They'd only shifted to a bigger, scarier monster. After taking the elevator down, I pushed open the doors to my building, the crisp, cool air of a spring morning hitting me in the face. The sky was beginning to shift at the edges of the horizon from dark blue to dusky orange. It eased my mind like a twisted form of purging. I revisited my moment with Rowan on the couch. Aside from my ugly, heavy, emotional grossness, the kiss had been magic. And the fact he accepted me and all my failures melted the tension in my heart. He didn't need me to be anything other than me. This arrived as a new clarity I never received in past relationships. Rowan made me feel safe, loved. The sun broke over the horizon, cascading a brightness across the city, illuminating the glass on the buildings. Everything would be okay. For the first time in a long time, I believed it. I darted across the street and made my way to the Skyway level. The early hour made the Skyway quiet, but people were still heading into work. Men, women, old and young, all walked with a silent determination of their path in this world. Their biggest worry might be a project due today, their child's baseball game after school, or their dying mother in the hospital down the street. Then there was me. Powerful, elemental badass. The amulet swinging at my chest, holding half the cosmic magical power gifted to our world. And no one knew. No one had a freaking clue. I wondered what would happen if they did know. They couldn't handle it. Not really. Startled, I turned to find the source of the voice. The White Witch. Uh, hello? My mind was in hyperdrive as I glanced around. 
No, I shouldn't be here, she said, answering the question I had yet to formulate. I am because it is deemed so. Her voice was loud and clear. A girl walking nearby peered from the corner of her eye, giving us a strange look. The white witch's appearance was odd in my realm, let alone in downtown Minneapolis. She wore her white velvet cloak draped across her shoulders, held tight by a brooch of red firestones. The silver dress beneath hung to her feet, which were bare. At least she didn't have the hood of the cloak over her head, but people were still staring, mostly because the witch was stunning. Special privileges, you might say, she answered again before I asked. Her face was inquisitive as she admired her surroundings. First time to this realm? Yes, it is very strange. Her eyebrows furrowed together, making me want to laugh. I could relate. A man scrolling on his phone nearly ran into the witch. Excuse me. He snipped, only giving a half-glance up until he caught her eyes. He stumbled to a stop, dumbfounded before her mouth, slightly agape. Ah, ah! Rolling my eyes, I tugged on her arm, pulling her past him. As I peered back, he watched us with the same stupid expression on his face, and I shook my head in annoyance. What an odd man! You have no idea. Come on, Starbucks is just up here. Star Bucks. Rapidly blinking at her, I had to savor my greatest moment so far. The all-knowing white witch was stumped over Starbucks. I evil-eyed the one person in line ahead of us, while the switch stood in awe, gawking at the blackboard hanging from the ceiling and the complicated espresso machines. What in the heavens? She began. Oh, wait, it is heaven, I said with a smile. She gave me an odd look. Then Margot, my cheerful barista friend, saw me and her eyes widened. Aslan, where on earth have you been? Her hand slapped down on the counter. She has been in another realm, of course, the witch replied before I could. Margot, taken aback by the witch's appearance, investigated with curious eyes. I thought you died. It's been months. My teeth grabbed the bottom of my lip. Oh, yeah, time, biting me in the ass again. Time tended to be annoying when you didn't participate in it, and your friends might be concerned. The thought of my parents raced through my mind yet again. I needed to make sure they knew I was okay and not dead in a ditch. Yeah, I was out of town for a while, then a work trip and some family stuff came up. I sounded like an evasive asshat. Oh, well, I'm glad you're back, she smiled. Her hair shivered with enthusiasm. It was pink now, a bright bubblegum pink. She'd probably consumed five or six shots already. Well, what can I get for you and your friend? My mouth pulled at the corners. Well, two double-shot vanilla lattes. One's for Amy, so you know how she likes it. A 
caramel macchiato for my friend here. And for me, something strong. Mm, I think it's a revolver kind of day. Margot tilted her head as she added to my order, eyebrow raised at my devil coffee. She, of course, had no idea how much I'd earned the damn drink. All venti? I nodded. You got it, darling. I handed her my card, which drew more odd glances from the witch. Leaving the counter, I sat at one of the small tables. We have to wait? She asked. Well, yeah, they need to make them. Her eyes digested this new information. Unfortunately, we can't snap our fingers here and just make things happen. This is uncomfortable, she said, pulling out a chair to sit. I snortled a half laugh. Why are you here? Well, to set up a meeting. Her mouth turned upward and my eyebrows followed. Fire, the next element. No rest for the wicked. Hey, do you mind if we get a picture? Two guys interrupted our conversation at the edge of our table, one with his phone at. He stared at the witch, his eyes pleading. What? I turned, taking in their colorful chucks, zip hoodies, and oogling eyes. Yeah, I mean, she's perfect. You guys going to Comic-Con? I mean, dude, she looks just like her rambled the one not holding the phone. I peered up. What was on his t-shirt? Yeah, that was a teddy bear with a pom-pom coming out of his head. Did you just call me dude? I asked. My question was disregarded over the witch's response. Look like... Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, parents. Yeah, you. Are you looking for a podcast your kids will really love? Well, we made one just for you. And for us. As genuine, all-natural kids ourselves, we know what makes a fun and interesting podcast. So we decided to make it ourselves. Every show is packed with interviews, stories, and on-the-ground reporting. We have interviewed everyone from scientists to Grammy Award-winning musicians to NFL quarterbacks. Listen to Wild Interest wherever you get your podcasts. my darling. Her sing-song voice of distant realms danced through the air. The white mage in Final Fantasy XIV, seriously, just like her. His head bobbed in excitement. This one's bright red shirt had a large skinny chicken on it. My eyebrows traveled deep into the creases of my forehead. I would never understand the gaming world. Ever. The witch seemed entertained. And what is a picture? Yeah, yeah, I want to post it on my Instagram. We're headed over to the convention center later. This is bomb. They hovered closer, moving around her shoulders, chicken t-shirt holding his phone out in traditional selfie standards. You have got to be kidding me, I muttered under my breath. The witch was intrigued upon seeing her reflection in the camera. Her ice-blue eyes shimmered, and I wondered how they would show up in the picture. The guys probably assumed she wore contacts, I hoped. This white mage, who is she? She asked them. They blinked, unsure how to answer. If If we were weirding out the gamers, we were walking a dangerous road. She's kidding, 
I insisted, cutting the awkwardness with a half laugh. Laughter bubbled out of them, and I let out a sigh of relief. Thanks, you're the best. You look great, by the way. They walked off, their faces glued to the phone, a certain giddiness in their step. What is Instagram? she asked. Taking a moment to answer, I acknowledged everyone around us glued to their phones, focused on their games and social media apps. I was one of those people consumed by the absurd non-reality of the internet. A fleeting thought of posting a picture of the amulet passed through my mind. Hashtag, halfway there. Hashtag, only two more to go. Hashtag, keeper of elements. I tried to hold back my laughter as Margot handed us our coffees, setting the carrier of lattes on the table. It's good to see you, she said with another coffee-enhanced grin. And I'm glad you are still alive. See you later. Oh, and tell Amy, hey. Margot's hand settled on my shoulder as I nodded at her. Was it bad my friends were constantly concerned about my health and safety? And she had no idea of the imminent danger I always found myself in. The witch picked up her cup, bringing it to her nose for a speculative smell, the question of Instagram forgotten. Eyes sparkling with her inhale, I grinned in return, urging her to drink. She took a tentative sip, and her face told me I had transcended the realms with the gift of coffee. Oh, this is delightful, and well worth that unearthly weight. Satisfaction melted down her face. I took several gulps of my revolver, saving the bitter, savoring the bittersweet love of six shots of espresso. Pushing out of my chair, I began the walk back to my apartment. I have a question, I began, glancing over at the beautiful being beside me. Time has passed, and a lot of it. I asked Jax, but he was evasive. My words tumbled over each other. Yes, as I told you, elemental magic has been waning for some time. These are some of the repercussions. The witch eyed me. The ever-present need to hurry rushed through me. Two more elements were waiting. So, fire? Mmm, she murmured as we walked over Lindell Avenue, still savoring the warm cup between her hands. I don't suppose you know the location? It's never that simple, is it? Shaking my head, my bangs shifted over my eye. I shoved them behind my ear. How long had it been since my last haircut? I had lost all sense of time. Sympathy for my grandmother grew by the day. Fire has been long kept by dark, as I told you before. I nodded, listening. They chose to keep it hidden. For the most part, however, that is difficult now that you have air and water. Why would that matter? Well, the elements are four pieces of a whole and are drawn to each other, especially now as they are uncovered. This made sense. After everything I had gone through, I was wary of her intentions, remembering Ayla's bitter feelings about this witch. A deep sinking struck the moment I thought of Ayla and the magic which took her life.
chewing on the inside of my lip, I focused on pushing down the emotions I still hadn't come to terms with. The witch's stare was apparent, and I concentrated on the tile in front of me. I realized then I had used getting coffee to further procrastinate something that had been on my mind since waking in my apartment. I had to tell Eliana. Maybe there was some kind of magical connection between the sisters, and she already knew, not to mention her considerable power as a seer. But I had an obligation to tell her the details to her face, as soon as I had the courage. I can help you to the location, the white witch offered in reverence. My eyes immediately jumped to hers. I can take you there, but you must follow my instructions explicitly. Once again, I found myself placing forced, blind trust into someone. She snapped her fingers and a piece of paper appeared. A heavy cardstock, stiff and folded, sat in between her long fingers. She handed it to me. Read this later. Her words were sharp. They are always watching. Who? I asked, stuffing the paper in my back pocket. A blanket of magic shimmered around me. You shall see soon, Aslan. Then she disappeared in the middle of the skyway. Thankfully, it seemed no one noticed. And if they did, what would they say? A heaviness filled me as I continued my walk. So Awakening of Light is available today, right? Today is the day. Um, and where can people find it? Ooh, right now it's in Amazon land. So you can either purchase the ebook, but for the Kindle Unlimited subscribers out there in the world, it is free. Is it only available as an ebook right now? No, you can also as well order you can order the paperback as well in Amazon land. And then we will be expanding markets uh, over the next few months. Awesome. And where can they find you? Ooh, all the places. I uh, frequently traverse uh, Instagram land. So mm-hmm. it's bin.omalley.author. And Facebook land at Finn O'Malley. And I also have a website, uh, finnomalley.com, as well as uh, Author Central in Amazon land as well. All the places. And I'll put links to all of these in the description. So if you guys are interested, you can click through and you can stalk her all over the interwebs. Heck yes, because I love being stalked in the interwebs. (laughs) Just not in real life, right? Not in real life, just the interweb. (laughs) I love it. I love it. All right.
Bedtime Stories with Celosia Crane is produced solely through the support of my patrons on Patreon. To become a patron for as little as $1 a month, please visit www.patreon.com forward slash Celosia Crane. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to connect with me further, you can find me on Instagram at Celosia Crane underscore author. Link is in the show notes.